Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. Maui, Nita. something out there. I'm coming with you. You can't. I'm trying to protect you. Protect me from what? It's time. All right, everybody. Welcome to the I'll See You in Hell podcast. My name is Ollie, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nathan. So, hello, Nathan. Shumani tutanka, owachi, watushi, hello. I can't believe you had that chambered. Uh, this tutanka, week we are tutanka. this week we are going incredibly modern. This is a bit out of our t- typical. Uh, we're covering a 2022 film, 2022. Uh, we're covering the 2022 film called Prey. This movie is directed by Dan Trattenberg. It stars Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Dane Delegro, Stormy Kip, Michelle Trush, and Julian Black Antelope. Uh, and the synopsis of this film is the origin story of the predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, the main character, is a skilled warrior. She fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on earth okay you so, know what she looks like who does she look like the main she looks like audrey plaza is that her name from a community <laughs> uh, oh yeah 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 or, or not, yeah, not yeah. community but yes. not community but parks and rec yes parks and rec, she does look like loves, her uh, star lord yeah or whatever uh, yeah the, the one who loves andy i think is his name yeah. um chris I, pratt I just put that together just now. Yep. And as a matter of fact, I think I thought that was her until just now you told me until I'd realized that wasn't her name. Well, she had the, the commi- she had the perfect rolling eyes because that was the match there, yeah. the rolling eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Comanche, see, 
I think they said in the movie that they were in the northern Great Plains. Yes. And now I'm looking here. It looks like Comanche were in the southern Great Plains. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Like <laughs> Way to find a flaw right, right off the bat. Right off the bat, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lawton, Oklahoma is where they ha- were headquartered after, you know, yeah. the feds fucking... And I know from from research on this, this was filmed in Calgary. So it was actually filmed north of the border. I was going to guess border. it was Canada. I was going to yeah. guess it was like, to my mind, I was actually thinking more Montana. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they have that same sort of um, top, top, topography in northern Montana. So mm-hmm. that makes total sense. I assume that was probably the case. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, stop bearing, stop bearing the lead, Nathan. I want to know, what did you think of this? Because you hadn't seen this. I saw this movie before we recorded our last podcast, and I thought it was fucking incredible. So I wanted to cover it right away. Um, and it's 35, uh, 35 years after the first Predator, which was the first movie that we covered on this right. podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, <clears throat> I will say this, that out of all of the newer, all of the Predators, past Predator 1, let's just say, mm-hmm. so all of them other than the first Predator, I will say I probably liked it the best. Yeah. So I don't know how many Predators been, probably five at least other movies. A lot of them Predator versus Alien and stuff like that. But yeah, I will say that this one's probably my second favorite besides mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. Um, the take was awesome. I love the idea of going way back when mm-hmm. um, in a Native American type. I've been thinking a lot about Native American movies lately and, I, <clears throat> and wondering, like, you know, a lot of these guys are just badasses, right? Like fighters mm-hmm. and trackers, just Native Americans. It's all they did. And some of the some of the tribes are warring. So, you know, like America has always been in wars for the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know, our success in Ukraine would have been way better than Russia's just because just because of the fact that we've been doing military shit for the last 20 years and our guys are trained up on it. Well, yeah. These Native American tribes, they have some that are were just war tri- warlike tribes. So mm-hmm. they ran around with dudes that were fucking tough as nails and fucking awesome fighters. And you yeah. see that in this movie. Like, the two of them at least fight this fucking gnarly ass, this guy right here, yeah. gnarly ass predator, hand to hand and like are kind of beating him as yeah. just skinny ass Native Americans. It's crazy as shit. It's awesome. They're incredible warriors in this film and they're fearless. And the other thing is too, is that I think because it's like, I think it's because it's like before the age of modern technology, they don't really know why they should be afraid of this thing to them. It's just another bear in the woods. It's just an uglier bear and it's a smarter bear, but it's still just another creature in the woods. You know, they don't know that like a fairy tale creature that they haven't really encountered yet. Like the abominable snowman, but nothing they don't think they can kill. Because right. they know that if it bleeds, they can kill it. Right. Which is one of the guys that says during the movie. Yep. Um, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, they don't have any context to what this could be. They don't understand the mm-hmm. concept of like an alien dropping someone there. They don't understand that concept. Maybe a, of some sort of spirit manifesting an earth mm-hmm. spirit that they have to fight or whatever is possible. Um, but yeah, they think of it just as a something to deal with yeah and they're going to deal with it or whatever and here's what's interesting for those of you who haven't seen it which you should probably see this before you listen to this podcast yeah um is uh <clears throat> the predator matches almost his technology with yes what, with what 
the uh, Native Americans have at the time. So they must have done yeah. some scouting or something because he rolls down there with like a spear. It's high tech. Yeah. Um, and a shield that's high tech. He runs and arrows. High tech stuff, but right. And arrows instead of bullets in his yeah. little side, in his little shoulder mounted thing. So mm-hmm. obviously that they had laser tech at that time, they could have just shot the guy with a laser or whatever, I'm assuming. Um, um, but yeah. no, they try to match the technology with what the natives have because, as we know from anyone who knows Predator lore, mm-hmm. they're all about hunting Hunting. the toughest dude um Mm -hmm. they want to fight the toughest the apex predators and they don't want to uh, they don't want these giant unfair advantages they want some advantage but they Mm -hmm. don't want to be so huge that it's just like no sport right yeah yeah i mean that's why they they don't ever the predators never go after characters that are not armed or not a threat and they you know but also remember that this story is 300 years before modern times so if um, you know, if human technology 300 years ago is 300 years ancient, you have to assume that predator technology is also a little bit more ancient. So they maybe didn't have some of those developments. I'm gonna maybe challenge you on that just because the <clears throat> just because they have interstellar travel and shit yeah. like that, it means they're tens of thousands, maybe years ahead of us mm-hmm. in technology. And so if and so they have those they have to have some mm-hmm. sort of projectile weapons let's yeah. just say that are better than a bow and arrow if they have interstellar right. travel they have to so I just okay. think they dumb it down because that's what they do and there probably is people out there that correct me but um, yeah, I'm almost positive the lore the lore with what they do is they try to match it as mm-hmm. well as possible with what mm-hmm. they have but they're eight feet tall they can't help but still just rip people apart one on one. Right. But here's another thing about the, the Predator character is that, like, I, w- I was just watching the last half of it right before this, and the Predator is brutal, but he's not sad- well, yeah. he's not sadistic. He doesn't torture no. anybody. He just fucks them. He just, no. okay, off with your head, off with your yeah. nuts. You know, like, it's not, he's not like a, he's not like, he doesn't cut people up and then leave them half dead. Like, he just, <laughs> he's after trophies. Oh, uh- isn't it wouldn't you say it's the same almost as the guys on alone that tv Mm. show alone if you've ever seen that where these guys go out you know they're sort of like a survival who can survive out in the woods the longest they can give them a bow sometimes Mm -hmm. and they have a few arrows well they'll go out and they'll go hunting but they're hunting Mm -hmm. for a reason they're Mm -hmm. not hunting to torture an animal they they, they'll shoot it and then they'll Mm -hmm. kill it humanely and then they'll a lot of times thank it for its you know they're going to eat it now or whatever and mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, they're not, they're not, yeah, they're not psychos mm-hmm. to sit there and torture something before they kill it. And yeah. So the predators are a race of beings that, and if you look at the that, that they're all just about the hunt. They're not about yeah. the torture. They're right. about the, the thrill of the hunt and to see if someone can take them out. Yeah. Um, they, they have stories where that, which is where Aliens uh, Predator was based on, where mm-hmm. a young predator, or no, three of them, um, get dropped off on an alien infested planet. And mm-hmm. Their whole deal is they're going to try to fight their way out on this planet for as long as possible before they can get off. Yeah. And that's what they do. They challenge themselves by fighting a bunch of aliens. So, you know, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. It's cool. So, like one of the things I, I and I know I'm not going to spoil trivia, but a lot of the terminology when referring to this, this predator, when you hear the director talk about it or the actors, is they refer to the predator as the feral predator. So a feral predator is not necessarily like, I mean, my understanding of a feral animal is one that's like 
sort of been discarded into the wild and has right, no real right. home or something. But I'm not, I have to learn more about that because it was dropped off and you see the scene at the beginning. That was probably the only, yeah. the only cheesy special effects that I could call out was the spaceship drop off thing. Cause it looked like it was done on an iPad. It was like the spaceship dropped it off and it, the yeah, spaceship that, took off. A couple, there's a couple of the ones I was looking pretty closely with like, like the bear sometimes looks a little, but yeah, but I, 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 it's interesting that you just mentioned that um, mm -hmm. there are actually different types of predators. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing a news story um, just yesterday, actually, um, mm -hmm. of the different types, like the city hunter, the ancient mm -hmm. predator. The, anyways, there's different types. So it's possible this mm -hmm. the feral predator was some actual I don't know type. how to catch that actually. So yeah, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there supposedly actually is there are different types of them as well, just in the mm -hmm. actual their race. So that's pretty cool. This one did look different. It, yeah, it had a different look to it, didn't it? it, it, it different I, mask. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it had different mask. But it also its face was different. Its eyes yeah. were different. I think. Right. So, yeah, it felt a little different, but yeah. Yeah, but amazing. Really, yeah, 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 it was cool. I mean, I didn't, you know expect there to show up a bunch of french dudes which was awesome though because yes this is the fat french guy he's like yeah, 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 he's, <laughs> i didn't have any subtitles on so i don't know what he was saying the entire time but i yeah i you know i, I guessed what he was saying but yeah that whole thing was cool um i did notice you know there's a part where you know they but they don't play it up that much she doesn't actually use it where um she covers herself in mud yeah accidentally by falling into a mud pit. And I thought yep. that was a red herring making me think, oh, she's going to use that later. Coat herself up. She does, but not in the way you think she does. Yeah. Um, she, you know, she lures him into it or whatever. And so there was something I struggled to understand. And I think that smarter people than me can figure it out. But there was some magical flower that she was able to harvest. Oh, yeah. That yeah, yeah, did yeah. a couple of things. One time it was effective at, um, helping somebody recover from an injury mm -hmm. uh other times it seemed to also make them seem cooler so they didn't show up to the predator but how the hell did she figure that out um yeah i didn't yeah, understand it that their blood it cooled their blood my thought was it made maybe their blood pressure go down or something but it also mm -hmm. probably you know and i don't know maybe this is an actual fucking weed that's out there who knows there's, mm -hmm. you know, there's there are some as much as i hate on like herbal remedies and shit like that you know there are things out there that do do things so maybe yeah. this was my understanding was you took it you ate it or whatever and it either lowered your blood pressure or it literally somehow cooled your blood somehow and i don't know how that would work but, mm -hmm. um, but and that would make your body so cool that the predator couldn't see yeah um you know with his heat vision or whatever i thought that was a cool idea if that yeah. was even real <laughs> right i don't know if it's real or they just made that shit up for the movie um, sure it will be much cooler if we find out it's real well because do you yeah and do you so there's a couple of tie-in there's many tie-ins to the original predator but there are two particular to the native american culture that apply so this picture okay. i'm showing here shows the brother and naru so the brother's riding on the horse and the brother had already been scarred by the frenchman so when he was a prisoner the frenchman took a knife and cut right. diagonally down across his chest in a uh, very similar fashion uh, to the, the way billy did it in the original predator right. 
and then the other tie-in to the Billy character that's interesting is that little pouch full of uh, whatever flowers and shit. I don't know if you remember, but that scene where Billy is on the the log and he's looking up into the trees and he's deciding right. to stay there and, and get killed. He's actually yeah. fondling a little pouch like that. Uh, so yeah. yeah so yeah. you know i i think i looked it up in the the indian tribe that billy's supposed to be from is a different tribe than the comanche but still okay. um it's okay. a little well, it's to do it too neat and tidy to not have some connection yeah and i had seen something that but i didn't notice it there wasn't an end credit scene that mm-hmm. i saw but there was some like connection to you know predator or whatever um easter mm-hmm. eggs in this movie and i mm-hmm. didn't actually watch whatever read whatever it was so i looked last night and i could not pick any out i was looking because i was like i think i said to somebody the other day like oh maybe they all re- they're related to billy somehow and yeah um, that would be cool and whatever because they both i don't know but yeah I, now i want to watch one of those videos again and see if they have any sort of definitive proof because that's pretty so cool. at the very end of the film when the credits roll they're doing it on that sort of um, parchment paper. So you remember the credits at the end, they show like, yeah. Yeah. So if you, well, don't fast forward through it because there's a bit there where they show multiple ships coming towards earth. So I think Uh, that the, the theory being uh, is that like that she's killed this predator, but that's just the beginning. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are pretty effective. The the Native Americans hand to hand wise were, fairly effective yeah against these dudes even the peons that were with his original war party yeah got, shot him a couple times and were yes. like ducking and stabbing and they were doing the awesome thing where um they were attacking like wolves where they were surrounded mm-hmm. surround the predator with that's what you'd want to do right if you had right. a, a superior foe and you yeah. just get it behind them and they did it and that was that was awesome i thought that was awesome i'd like to see more yeah i'd like to see a I wouldn't mind seeing the second one of these that was a little even broader with like, you know, a bunch of Indians attacking them. Yeah. Like a bunch of people fighting each other would be cool. Uh, I think that that this film will get a sequel. I think this has basically reignited the franchise. Um, And there's lots of opportunity here. Um, But to your point about how badass the Indians were, I remember, sorry. I Native said Indians, Americans. Native Americans. We, we, uh, we say Indians with all the love in the world, dude. That's how um, I was raised on that. But yeah. Yes, Native Americans. It's n- it's never intended Indians. to be maliceful. Yeah. No. Um, but the Native Americans, uh, there was a scene at the beginning when she's like, she's kind of pissed off because she's trying to like basically prove herself as a hunter and her brother that she's like aiming at a hawk that's like flying overhead and the brother comes up and effortlessly just fires this perfect shot that just kills the hawk and it drops it was a great little sort of intro scene to how badass he was Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, i mean her brother was obviously the i mean which was sort of weird just because he's a pretty skinny dude um Mm -hmm. it didn't look like he's menacing or anything he wins the war chief sort of moniker during mm-hmm. this whole movie so he's their war chief but he's like i mean he can't be more than what 18 or 19 20 maybe mm-hmm. um it seems like but he's a fucking giant badass like yeah. he doesn't fight he doesn't shoot like all he just said um yeah and she and she's just almost almost badass as he is but sort mm-hmm. of in secret like she pra- right. has a practice in secret um i liked her i actually didn't think it was cheese I, I liked her weapons where she has a mm-hmm. hatchet with a rope tied to the end of it. So she can basically throw the hatchet, chop somebody, pull it back. 
Right. Um, so she got to run after it. I thought that's cool. I don't know how yeah. practical it is. She was a much smarter, smarter uh, fighter than the rest of them. And I think that like her circumstances kind of made that a must her size, her, her lack of training. Cause I'm betting that she wasn't given a lot of training. And there's this wonderful scene in the film. That's actually, I bet you, you missed it because it was kind of subtle, but there was one morning after the brother had come back and was celebrated as this great hero. There's this one morning, the no, next morning, they all of a sudden, all the women get up and start taking their baskets and start walking in one direction, probably to go yeah. and, harvest or something and you know yeah. and she look, looks over and exactly. sees her bro- her brother you know sleeping in as the hunter and the, the guy who doesn't need to get up and do this kind of work but she's a woman so she has to to follow in line so she gets up and she starts walking the other direction and they had this over the overhead shot that was brilliant because it was all the women of the tribe moving one direction and her moving the other which was a great symbol of like i i i, I thought the same thing when i saw it. i thought that was one of the cooler parts of the movie was uh, yeah know, not not the whole necessarily the thing i mean it was cool as she got up and walked the other direction but mm-hmm. i had never I mean, that gave me a real good idea of what it would have been like to to, to watch yeah. a, a morning routine. It'd be, you know, they get kicked up. <laughs> she gets out of bed, probably doesn't have time to really do much if she slept in. She has to get her gathering equipment and walk out with everyone else. Yes. At the same time as everyone else. And like you said, the guys who are either hunters or go out to kill people, they get to sleep in a little bit. And they yeah. do their thing their turn to be you know, so they're yeah, celebrated they're really supported important. they're they're sort of the not they're the upper class of the society yeah you got to keep them healthy so you fucking don't get your shit overrun and break, mm-hmm. you get raped and killed by other other fucking war parties or whatever you don't want that to happen so yeah it's you got to keep your thoroughbreds thoroughbred it's awesome so we yeah, we we talked a little bit about this last week when we first mentioned this film but like the the, the potential of sequels like Yes, you've, you've said that you want to see them come back and fight other Native Americans. I'm 100% behind that. But they could do Predators in early 20th century. They could, they could do it medieval times. They could do it, um, they could do it in, the, in World War II. You know, imagine, imagine throwing in a Predator in the middle of you know, France in the middle of World War II. And like, the Nazis don't understand who's killing all their soldiers, but it's actually a Predator. And they think it's an American. You know, like right, all sorts right, of right. plot twists like that. Um, yeah. could be done, yeah. you know, put them in any think, hot zone. Yeah, I think this one also kind of worked as well, just because you know, you know, most predator movies aren't supposed to be intellectual fucking movies. Yeah. Um, any 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 sort of um uh, dialogue you have in a predator movie is going to risk being silly mm-hmm. um just because of what's happening. And this movie had not a lot of dialogue. I mean, yep. it was a lot of it was supposed to be, they're all quiet the whole time. Yep. They're, but you didn't need the dialogue. And I think it made it better that they didn't talk all the time and say, you know, silly things or like stupid quips or whatever. Yeah. They just, they were just no nonsense because that's how they had to be back then. Uh-huh. Was, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was awesome. And I, and I, and I'd be nervous of more modern day versions of this again. Fair. How silly they can be. That's fair. They they might fuck it up, you know, and that's true of anything like this. But you're right. That that's absolutely true. It, you know, the fact is that this yeah. is this had to be a simple story, and it told it it told its story through action. And mm-hmm. the single yeah, best yeah, example sure. of that that we've covered on this podcast before that's brilliant at it was Mad Max Fury Road. That movie had right. almost no dialogue and was an incredibly exactly. compelling story. And story and conversation yeah. was told just the way they looked at each other, and similar to this one. Yes. 
Um, yes. I love it, the bit. Not everything too. can get away with it, but this one could. Yeah. And it didn't, I mean, that's, we've talked about this too, is like lazy screenwriting where like they, they, they fill in the story with just like, you know, a speech between two people or a conversation that says like, hi, I remember last summer you killed this lion. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to tell that story that way. You can show it. Yeah. Um, also, this movie wasn't super predictable. I thought it was going to be way more predictable. I thought like I was going to be able to predict when mm-hmm. things or people were going to die or yeah. kind of what was going to happen. And I, and it, I'm not saying I had twists and turns that were super crazy, but mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, you know, one of the, sometimes these movies can be really like, super predictable, even with like the shots they take before someone dies. Yes. Like, oh, this shot, this shot's a kill shot. Obviously they're making this camera move here. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't know, just really, really, really good all around. I, 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 and again, I like the, um, the inclusion of some of the other side characters like the whole you know last third of the movie was him killing a bunch of french dudes like yeah had like a hundred dudes out there <laughs> fucking brutally rolling through them like brutally killing these guys the french yeah. guys could hit shit by the way i mean yeah the guy had a shield but it wasn't yeah. that big and they were like right. they could hit him they hit him a couple times but uh but yeah it was just uh it was pretty awesome that part was awesome too so yeah, yeah it was a good I- how about like predator versus a wolf or predator versus a bear? I mean, Dude, the bear scene yeah. was awesome. <laughs> the bear was awesome. I forgot all about that. <laughs> so if if you haven't seen the movie, if you have, it's the part where you obviously she 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 the this bear and her dog get you know almost entwined in a tussle and mm-hmm. she ends up out diving in this water to lure the bear out. Um, and away mm-hmm. from her dog and gets into a beaver it looks like some sort of beaver dam yeah she hides herself in it and the bear is like trying to get at her and then of course the predator here comes the predator grabs the bear off which is the alpha in that position so he grabs the bear first to kill him and uh i when i did it i thought well he's gonna mow through this bear mm. uh, he's gonna it was a closer know, fight yeah well the bear picks him up thrashed him around a bunch and like yeah stomps on him at one point and i yeah. was like oh shit that's awesome like good job yeah you good job earth we got yeah. we got we got we got a predator with one of our just native beasts or whatever mm-hmm. um, fucked him up quite a bit and i was like that's awesome um uh, so that was actually a really cool part now i think about it yeah i like that yeah part. and then at the end the predator kills the bear and holds him up and the blood from the bear seeps over the predator and reveals the predator that was the big reveal scene of the predator right yeah, yeah um revealed by a, a fountain of blood yeah, it was super, it was superbly done. I mean, the the guy the guy who directed this apparently had done a, sh- a movie or a TV show called Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I had never seen. Um, yeah, I, but I that was the same director. Either, yeah, I've seen it. It's another movie. It has kind of a little twist at the end of it. I would say um, decent movie. Mm-hmm. You watch it on if you run across it. Yeah, I like the scene. It is kind of it's kind of like a, a violently comic scene, but there's a scene towards the beginning when she's trying to prove herself as a hunter, and she's up on the tree branch with the other non-brother uh, Indian. And, oh, God damn, I did it again. Native American, what's wrong with me? I'm a terrible human being. Uh, Native American. <laughs> I promise I don't have malice about this. This is just what I grew up hearing. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> And the and the guy's like basically bragging about how much of a badass he is, and like you don't know what you're doing here, you don't belong here. And then all of a sudden, this fucking like bobcat comes up and just uh, fucking no, mauls like him. Lion. It was a it was a giant. It was like a mountain lion or something. Yeah, it was huge. 
and just uh, like destroys him. Yeah. All you hear is his, his the sounds of his death, not actual. Well, it's because he's like he's there for a second, then he's gone. I actually thought it was a predator mm-hmm. that got him because it was so fast. Yeah. Uh, grabbing him when I was like, oh shit, he's here already or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Well, then the weird thing is, and I think her brother alludes to it at a certain point, but you know, she, she does stab that lion in the side as he's knocking her off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her brother tracks a lion down and kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't really mention to anyone else that it was suffering from a stab wound. Right. Um, he think he says something to her later about it, that, yeah, you got it or whatever, he, you know, finish it. I finished it or whatever. You yes. It or whatever. But it was weird that he didn't like give her a little credit right there. And maybe that was because he really wanted to be war chief. And if he gave her credit, I don't know. He wouldn't have been able. Anyways, I thought that I think the story of this woman, she was dismissed her whole life for her contributions. So I don't right. think. I don't think he, it wasn't a question of like, he was taking credit. I think he disbelieved that she didn't deserve any um, uh, regardless. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it was a superb film. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Cause I was kind of nervous. I'm like, Nathan's going to hate it. He's going to bitch. It's going to be me talking no, about no, good it no. is. <laughs> no, it was good. You know, it was good. It's, it's, it's sort of an interesting thing because we, you know, it's so fresh and new of a movie. I haven't talked to really anybody else yes. about it, what they thought about it. There hasn't been a, I haven't seen, you know, and heard big um, deconstructions of the film and sure. other theories. So I don't have a lot to say about it as far as like, you know, the first predator, which I'd seen a million times and yes, it's so implanted in my memory. So I would yeah. just say overall, yeah, it's a, you know, it was a, it was a good, a good, um attempt i don't mm-hmm. know what does rotten tomatoes have well we'll get to that but i will just okay. we'll show that later but i will just say that like i have not se- i mean first of all this movie snuck up on me and it snuck up on a lot of people um yeah. it was not released in theaters this movie no. was only re- released in streaming and i have to say like so you know in our categories of like what's still great about this movie i say it's superb. It's fantastic. But what's not great about this film is I would have loved to have watched this on a big screen. I, um, uh, I think it would have been amazing on a big screen. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of backstory to this that we don't know about where it's like, you know, these because it was written by two people, two guys mm-hmm. that I'd never heard of before. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if like they, you know, had this treatment. And mm-hmm. they, you know, we're like, got the, they got the agreement from whatever, whoever owns the franchise. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to give you this amount of money and 90% of it's going to go to fucking uh, the predator animations. That, yeah. You know, for whatever you do with that kind of shit, 10% go to these nobody actors. No one's ever heard of. Right. Um, uh, and locations are all going to be cheap because it's going to be outside the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give you all this shit. Um, but we don't we don't have enough money or belief that it would or trust that we're going to be able to put it into a theater. Yeah. Um, but we're going to try this thing with Hulu of all people. Right. Uh, but I, I, but I'm with you. I feel like if you were a, a exec and mm-hmm. you got wind of this ahead of time mm-hmm. and you saw a copy of it or a rough cut. Wouldn't or a re- like, or fan reaction know. to it, like a test. Yeah, uh, I'd be like, ooh, I don't know. I think we should try this in some of the theaters or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, it does seem like a slam dunk for a theater movie. 
I completely well, agree. I, I, don't know. I don't understand it, but my, the only thing that I can think of that may have had an impact was the pandemic because bearing in mind that this movie was probably yeah. greenlit, greenlit at the beginning of the pandemic. It was probably filmed in the yes. pandemic. And there was yeah. a time not that long ago, I'm talking like six months ago where I heard a lot of people who are really smart about the entertainment business that were saying people are never going to go back to theaters. And that is so wrong. I mean, frankly, oh, Tom yeah. Cruise, Tom Cruise is, prove that's wrong um i mean that thing's gonna the top gun maverick is gonna make like two billion dollars before it gets the video um so like people want to go to the theaters and i think this i i wouldn't be surprised if this movie gets a second release and they go well let's see what happens in the theaters and like at thanksgiving time or christmas time either that or you know if they can try to recapture the magic of the of of telling a story similar to this again yeah that is they can just do the, the next one right yeah in the theater or whatever but um but i don't know i'm not sure how the back end on hulu works i'm not mm-hmm. sure i'm sure they got paid a decent amount by hulu whoever owns hulu yeah disney disney owns hulu okay, well, so disney you think about plus. disney has gonna go on disney plus probably in like six months well it's interesting you say that because like globally disney plus is both hulu and disney plus but here in the states hulu is its own thing yeah so because here's the thing is that i could be wrong on this but i because i've seen people i know like i follow a lot of facebook groups that are like fans of the aliens movies and you see people post like starting up disney plus and watching alien i'm like can i on disney plus Um, (laughs) but here it's on hulu but over there it's all on disney plus so I yeah. wonder if, I, and I've I almost did this the other day. I don't know the exact how to do it, but um, FBI, I'm not really going to do this. But let's <laughs> pretend. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend I had a VPN. You know, what a VPN yeah. is right now. Like, yep, virtual um, private and network. I, and, and I signed in from the UK. Mm-hmm. And then I fired up my Netflix on yeah. the machine, which would then think I'm in the UK. Yes. Would I get UK unlocked Netflix? Oh, dude. I, first I of all, you, I you, would. you would. You And you're not, you shouldn't be worrying about the FBI. This is something that like, there's a, there's a, I don't know if you used to listen to podcasts as, as much as I do, but I do. And, and one uh, company that advertises on a lot of different podcasts is ExpressVPN. And it's actually part of their yeah. pitch. They say, do you want to watch UK television? Get ExpressVPN. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah. Maybe I should log in my Disney Plus on VPN that says I'm in UK or something. Like that. We've actually talked about it because in, in Canada, you can still get The Office on Netflix, whereas you can't get it here. And yeah, it's so lame. Yeah, and you can get um, Parks and Rec on uh, Netflix in Canada, but you can't get it here. It's all a stupid rights yeah, thing because NBC is trying to do Peacock and Peacock sucks and nobody likes it, yeah. but they're still trying. Trying to, trying to wet their beaks. Yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah, this... I bet you this will show up beyond Hulu in at some point in the U.S. Yeah. I'm sure they'll put it on Disney Plus so the U.S. people can watch it. Yeah, at some point. So yeah. I would just love yeah. to be able to go down to you know the Kirkland Theater or something and sit down and watch it with a huge screen and a huge sound system. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that would be amazing, especially because a lot of this is landscapes. I mean, I I remember that yeah. movie from several years ago called Revenant that had Leonardo DiCaprio and it was beautifully shot and it was all similar landscape yeah. to this and i thought this was yeah. revenant with the predator in it um yeah. Yeah, but those big long shots of the super wide of, yeah of the, yeah the scenery yeah, the, bi- the biome yeah one thing i would like to say on the the 
you know, predictable story. Cause I agree with you. It didn't have a predictable story. I thought like when she fell in the mud pit at the beginning, I thought that like you, like you probably thought that this was where she would eventually figure out that this is how to survive the predator is to hide yeah. through cold mud. Yeah. I didn't expect him to, the predator to fall in the mud. And I didn't expect the helmet, um, you know, to be his demise, you know, with the, no. the no. scanner thing. I thought that was clever. Um, yeah. And, and they also threw in that line that was from the original predator. Do it. Do it already. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? I wasn't really yeah, I I, I kind of had so in the in the in this movie she 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 figures out that the three red dots that emit that's where the target that's where the weapons go. His targeting his target ear is yeah. affixed to his helmet. Yeah. And and it sort of it sort of talks to his weapon that he has his mm-hmm. and it makes it so that when he shoots these little arrows out. Mm-hmm. They don't miss. They'll like right. heat seek, basically go around corners or do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she basically sets this trap up where she points his helmet um, in a location, basically the middle of this uh, yeah this uh, sinking pit pit of mud. Uh, yeah. So that when he starts targeting, uh, the the targeting dots are targeted on him. Right. Uh, but but I didn't understand. So did he just? <clears throat> So he was pointing his weapon straight, let's say, mm-hmm. and he was like thinking, I don't have my targeter on right now at all. Right. So this is just going to go straight. It's not yeah. going to go crazy and turn off. Well, he didn't know is that the targeting thing was on, pointed at the back of his head, basically, or at the front of his head, and he didn't know. So when yeah. he shot his shit, it didn't go straight. It went straight and then whipped around, <laughs> whipped yes. around and hit him in the head, which was pretty... Pretty smart. By that pretty whole smart. sequence was awesome. Like the fact that she managed to like get him to accidentally cut off his own arm um, when he was jumping yeah. in the trees and and then he jumped on the tree that she had already pre-laid with spikes on it. So then it cut him up. <laughs> right. I mean, right. to be honest with you, as much as that was a brawl between, you know, a David and Goliath. It wasn't really that fair of a fight. It felt like she just fucking owned him in that last fight. It wasn't even that yeah. close. I mean, she got lucky that at one she did the one lucky thing that happened that I don't think was meant to happen or she is that she ends up with his spear at a certain point. Yeah. Um like he, she he throws it or she something happens where she, she right. gets a hold of it and then yeah. she stabs him up a bunch with it. <laughs> right. Or at least once or hits in the back. I don't know what and then she had a gun shot him in the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was pretty was pretty awesome. Like yeah. uh, like uh blew that blew his helmet off. Well that's how she right. gets his helmet in the first place. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, and also bearing in mind, taking a step back, like her, her trick for, I mean, we were talking about that. He's not a psychopath. She was fucking a psychopath because she not only traps him by using the fat Frenchman as bait. He, she, she cuts off the fat Frenchman's leg. Right. Yeah. To make him, to make him wail and scream and, and also like puts a gun in front of him. So he'll grab the gun and, and then the predator will think that he's a threat. I mean, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It's a great, I don't know. Sophisticated play. The the Plains Indians and their dealings with uh, French trappers. And if the French were, good to them or not there's some maybe right. there is some uh you know maybe the comanches had or maybe the comanches just didn't like anybody on their land right <laughs> that was just how they that's just how they reacted to, to mm-hmm. dudes when they found them out in the wild they were just gonna scout right. no matter what she was like she's just another fucking warrior so she 
chopped his leg off and didn't feel yeah. bad about it. Yeah. And it was like, uh, whatever. Because she didn't yeah. feel bad about it. So, no, well, uh, also, like, he, had, he always tried to rape her and kill her just about 30 minutes before the movie. So, plus, plus, he, she discovered that, that his tribe, quote unquote, had killed all the buffalo. Um, so, like, right. she had no, no friendly Which feelings was- for them. Which I actually did think it was the Predators at first. Yeah, me too. Uh, the, I thought the Predator, because there's a scene, everybody, where there's like 30 buffalo that have been skinned. Skinned, yeah. But their heads weren't cut off and their spines weren't really removed that I could see. So Yeah. And that was a throwback. And it was a throwback to the yeah. first movie where the original quote unquote rescue team was skinned. And they remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger team. Right. Uh, finds the skinned soldiers so that was a throwback right. to that so i think they were trying to like elude again it's another one of those plot twists that you didn't expect yeah i didn't have any idea there's a bunch of french people running around killing the kill the uh, yeah i thought it was the predator um, which again now that i think back on it, it makes no sense because those things aren't really a threat they're not yeah. like, trying to fight you i mean they'll no. get aggressive if you get up on them but they're not yeah to fight you so but their furs are valuable to, to trappers right, or whatever. The French would have it. And that makes total sense. But I didn't yeah. put it together. Yeah. It was brilliant. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Right. So are you ready to move on? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So these are going to be a little hard, but I think they're also going to be fun. So who is your Bill Paxton award winner? Uh, I, have, I have two. Okay. Uh, one is maybe you might not be allowed um mm. but her older bro uh, her okay. older brother the war chief guy i thought was um you know yeah i, felt, I believable um as being a badass it yeah. didn't take long to believe in even though he looked like a he's a little sissy um, looks skinny but that that's a skinny, but, you know but yeah, we're, we're we modern fat people like, right yeah we're fat <laughs> He could kick our ass. Yeah. But 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 I actually thought I actually liked the dog, which yeah. we haven't talked about yet. But yep. she's got this dog. I can't remember the name of the dog. So Sorry. Ass. Yeah. Who's you know Johnny on the fucking spot? And it, yep. which man, I if I was out in this, I would want a dog. Yeah. Fucking sure. If I was a tracker or you know, Native American or whatever, how would a mm-hmm. dog be badass? It'd be fucking save your life, you know, chase off bears, find mm-hmm. bears. So she has this dog who just fucking awesome and mm-hmm. he's super trainable and right. she trains him to do all sorts of stuff um so uh, i would i'm gonna go with her bro just because he was a human and had dialogue um but yeah. her dog was close second yeah so i picked the dog you? so that's fair you yeah. can have the bro you can pick the bro i'll pick the dog i thought the dog was amazing right. like you say yeah. always johnny on the spot i also think like if you were you know, someone who lived in that period and you were out on the wilderness, a dog is actually probably easier to sustain than any other pet, you know, oh, you yeah. know, cause they can eat what you eat. They can shit wherever they want. You know, it's not like I've seen dogs eat horse turds, man. So right. I, I, they're garbage uh, disposals. Yeah, they're disposals. They're just, yeah. They'll eat your scraps. It doesn't right. Matter. And I've got some uh, fun trivia about that dog. Cause there's okay. interesting backstory. Awesome. Yeah. So, so this Paxton's, yeah. Yeah, so that's the Bill Paxton. Now, this next category is going to be impossible, but I have an idea yeah. to make it possible. So the next category okay. is the Mount Rushmore, which is impossible okay. because neither of us have seen any of these people in any of their movie. No. And that's no. what's also great about this film is that it's filled with a cast that we've never seen before, and they're all amazing. Yeah. They're all amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, mean, I was really listening. Good. I was listening to a um, 
interview with a comedian Nate, Nate Bargazzi or whatever the other day with Joe Rogan. And Nate was saying that he doesn't think Hollywood allows for new people to start. Like he thinks that the existing stars like Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt, like take all the roles and don't let new people come in. And I don't agree. This film is going to launch some careers. That woman's going to get other films. Um, oh, no yeah, doubt yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I even think, I, I even think so. I mean, those, uh, the, a lot of the people in the war party yeah. were, we're, we're excellent and yeah really really good matter of fact the the worst acting probably was the fat french french guy, guy. yeah because it was a little exaggerated he was a little exaggerated right but yeah. um everyone else i thought was really really good and yeah. especially the native american dude so mm-hmm. i know there's a i think there's that show called reservoir dogs it's or not reservoir dogs but um reservation dogs yeah that's supposed to be really good and i've been mm-hmm. wanting to like check it out so um it's really cool that i mean we have a whole culture massive cultures here in the u.s um Mm -hmm. who are undiscovered i think largely um still right um and so many stories i think we could still tell about native americans and stuff like that in 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 our own country we should be fucking minding that shit talking about it so in the probably showing it so yeah and i hope some of these guys get some yeah good roles on that kind of stuff because they're they're pretty good in this so one slight pivot then, instead of being able to do a Mount Rushmore for this, I wanted to do, I want to rank the Predator films. So um, I'll give you my list. And I, okay. and here's the thing. I'm not going to count the Alien versus Predator thing because I think that's okay. its okay. own thing. I'm talking about the standalone Predator films. Well, let me look at your list. I, uh, I usually don't look at the, the screen. Let me look at the okay. list. And let me just see what yours are. And let me see if they, oh, you already see, we're already in agreement on the first two. Yeah. Um, so oh, I, yeah. I, I put, right. this is probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably mine too. Yeah. I yeah. put Predator, the 1987 one as the top. I think that one is, yeah. is yeah, yeah. watchable. It started a whole franchise. It's incredible. Right. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's hilarious. And it's it's amazing. nostalgic, which yeah. counts for a lot as well. Yeah. I yeah. put this number two. Awesome. Everyone loves it. Absolutely. Yeah, this is number two. Yeah. This is number two. It's that good. It's gone ahead of all the other sequels, in my right. opinion. Um, yeah. now the third one I put is Predator 2, which is the Danny Glover seen in so long. Los Angeles story. It has Bill Paxton yeah. in it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it does? Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's fun, right. but right. I, I don't know. I find it more watchable than the fourth choice on my list, which is Predators, which oh, is I the one it. that had Adrian Brody and it was like yeah. they were prisoners that were dropped off on this planet to be hunted by right. predators. I yeah. thought it was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, I mean I haven't watched it since. And then the final one on my list is called The Predator, which was the one that came out a couple of years ago that had Olivia Munn in it, I think. And yes. uh, it was kitschy and stupid. And it had like, they had predator bus or stuff dogs. Like that or yeah, it wasn't yeah. good. No, it, was, it was a, just, it was a Michael Meyer, you know, um, Freddy, uh, 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 Friday the 13th. Yeah. You know, just a monster. And here's a bunch of people you can kill right uh, it, was it wasn't very creative it wasn't very i didn't no. think it was fun yeah i mean it's it's uh, you know to be to be to be real it's gonna be hard to be creative with this movie yeah just because like we said it's the predator yeah for the most part has a goal and it's just to hunt dudes down yeah and kill them until right. he feels like he's killed enough and then he goes home yeah it's just his deal and there's no 
philosophical thing you can slide in there to make a different type of movie there's no yeah it's just all how it's the setting you put mm-hmm. them in and how the people react to it is yep. going to be the story of whatever it is so it's hard to do these but this one pulled it off for sure and that's why you know to your point like this movie thrives because it kept it simple it's yeah. a da- it's a david and goliath story it's just you know, somebody who should not be able to compete with the predator all of a sudden overcoming that obstacle and fucking yeah. crushing the predator. Um, and that must be and, why the predators keep sending dudes back. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're intrigued. They're like, yeah. dude, these guys are good. They like yeah. think for themselves. And right. more people, the, oh, oh, duh. Yeah. Okay. So the, so the Native Americans have this thing, this ritual that they do where they basically think they are becoming a warrior or they want to mm-hmm. be a warrior. In order to do so, they have to go out and kill the lion. Yeah. Bring the lion back. And, you know, they can't let the lion pass and all this other kind right. of thing like that. And it's a whole ritualized thing. Mm-hmm. So that must, that's probably similar to what the predators are doing. They have uh-huh. this whole ritual to it. And these new predators have to go out and prove themselves. And mm-hmm. so when the predator comes back or they get a report back and they go, Hey, uh, predator Jimmy, mm-hmm. make it. The, Whoa, where was he at? Where'd he go? Oh, yeah. He went to North Earth. America in Earth. Yeah. And the, his buddy goes, Oh, well, I'm fucking better than this guy. I'm fucking yeah. going to North America Earth now. I'm going to prove yeah. myself there. This guy was a pussy. He couldn't do it. I'm going to yeah. show who the real man is. And that's <laughs> where the further stories have been coming from is the predators are going, Earth's actually full of badasses. Mm-hmm. We need to, that's where I'm going to prove myself. That's pretty yeah. cool, I think. I agree. I think that's probably it. Uh, yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm really glad you enjoyed this, Nathan. I thought it was fantastic. Before we get into trivia, I'll just say, like, um, I appreciate you being willing to try something a little bit outside of our timeline. Um, But as I mentioned when we discussed it last week, this movie and some others we recently covered have basically disproven the thesis of our our podcast, that they don't make kick-ass movies anymore. They do. They put them out. They are here. You have to find them, but they're there. Um, That's true. true. And and I I will say, this is what, this is what Rotten Tomatoes says about this film. Look at the percentage on this. This is incredible. This movie has 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. 237 Which, reviews, too. That's, that's, those are all reviewers. So that's pretty, yeah. Which, yeah. It's I actually surprising. It would be higher. Me, too. I think 78% is low, but I also wonder if people aren't reviewing this thing on Rotten Tomatoes because they're not going to the movie theater. Because the thing is, is Rotten Tomatoes is not only a place to review movies, it's a place to buy tickets. So Uh, if you buy tickets and you go to the movie, it then prompts you at the end of it, what did you think of it? That's how they get the audience score. So if you're not doing that and you're watching it on Hulu, I wonder if that's why that score is a little fucked up. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's cool. I mean, you know, um, people like it or not, but... uh, you know, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was, um, it was definitely worth, worth the watch and, yeah. um, I'll watch it again, but I just, yeah, I just, now I'm hopeful that they'll have other sequels that are better, that are yeah. as good, as good as this. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a franchise that I had kind of cast aside. I was like, oh, we don't need another predator movie, but then like you get something good and quality like this and it comes back. It's the same thing that happened with Batman. I mean, how many fucking stupid Batmans did we have after the Michael Keaton Batman? And then all of a sudden Christopher Nolan comes in and he goes, well, I'm going to reinvent it. And then all of a sudden you got three amazing Batmans, all three entertaining. I wonder wonder how weird it would be to do uh, a predator in the future. So it's earth in the future. And now we have pretty awesome technology, but the predator comes here 
and they must have even better technology at that point what that would look like i wonder if it'd be too hokey with just too much <laughs> technology okay. fucking being thrown around i think there are all sorts of potentials i think that could be good i think i i think if they if they want to you know continue the success with this they'll keep it simple they'll come up with another oh, period yeah. of time to come to and maybe maybe it's like Maybe it's the early 20th century. Maybe it's like the Industrial Revolution or something. I don't know. Maybe it's um, yeah. maybe it's World War II. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any number of things, uh, or the yeah. 60s, or maybe it's maybe it's Vietnam. Maybe they go to Vietnam. Yeah, I um, thought about that too, but then I was thinking that that's way that'd be way too much like the other one to be yeah. 10 years before, basically. Yeah, yeah, it'd be too close to the original. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, are you ready for trivia? Yeah. Okay. So though the predator was still advanced, the technology used by the feral predator is much simpler than previous films. The camouflage sections are larger, less armor, and the HUD is very streamlined and sim- simplistic. Right. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that as well. Um, uh, the, the feral predator's biomask is made of the skull of a river ghost from the from the movie Predators from 2010. That was a tie-in oh, I didn't really see. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's cool. I like that. Just, just keeping the same universe. I like that. Right. Um, and they, you know... I'm not familiar with what that was, but yeah. Yeah, I, it didn't... It, it, it's kind of a stupid tie-in, in my opinion. That one I didn't love, but... Um, no, when Naru, the main character, says, do it, do it now, it's taken verbatim from Arnold Schwarzenegger's line from the original Predator. So... I mentioned that earlier. So they did, they did like, those are the Easter eggs that we talk about, which is little things that like the original people will remember. Yeah. I like that. Um, So this movie was released with dialogue that was dubbed into Comanche. Um, There was also an English language version. So I watched the English language version. I assume you did as well. Yeah. Okay. I I will watch subsequent ones, maybe in the Comanche. Yeah. I mean, you could watch this movie without the, without the dialogue at all. So in, in that case, then watching Comanche would be fine. I mean, I thought going into it, there's actually going to be more dialogue and I would miss too much if I did mm-hmm. Comanche mode and had to read along. So mm-hmm. that's why I didn't. But now that I know that there's not too much dialogue, you, yeah, you could watch it Comanche mm-hmm. mode and read the dialogue. It'd probably be fine. And I'll, I think I will do that at some point. Yeah, I'll probably have it on the background when I'm working one day or something with the Comanche mode. Um, So Dan Trachtenberg said that, he's a director, said that they discussed whether they should start the film with characters speaking in Comanche language before switching to English, similar to what they did in Hunt for Red October. They considered doing something similar at the first, but ultimately felt felt it didn't work. So if you remember Hunt for Red October, they're all speaking Russian initially, and then all of a sudden you zoom in on one character and they're all speaking English. Um, So they were going to steal that, which would have been fine, I think, but I don't know. I think they just thought, let's not get too cute with it. Yeah, that's what I thought. I like that. Yeah. Um, Sari, uh, which was Naru's dog and constant companion, had no previous movie experience and was adopted Uh specifically for the movie only two months before shooting. Sari's real name is Coco, and she is a Carolina dog, a rare breed of wild dog that followed the first humans to cross the Bering Strait 16,500 years ago. So this is a dog breed that existed back then. Um, Wow. And Trachtenberg wanted to cast a dog that would be period accurate, and Carolina dogs are direct descendants of those dogs. Wow. That's Amber 
Mid Thunder called Coco a little bit of a hot mess, but <laughs> in a sweet way. <laughs> Said that it well, obviously it all ended up yeah. right, and it was a and it was a shelter dog, so those are always a little challenging. Yeah. So that was now, probably it had a challenge. A pretty big head. I, I looked to me like it had a pretty big head, like yeah. not quite Rottweiler size, but mm-hmm. it did look like a big-headed dog, which was kind of makes sense with the dogs that you know hunting. You had to mm-hmm. take something down. Had to have big mouths, big jaws, strong jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did notice that too. I was happy that the dog wasn't just used as a weapon like a missile yeah. weapon like mm-hmm. you know he didn't jump up on the predator and try to tear his throat out or whatever kind of thing he was used more tactically and you know he was a dog but he he was very useful and did a lot of awesome shit so yeah it was mm-hmm. that's cool i like how they yeah i wonder if they someone must have adopted it mm-hmm. I, I doubt they put him back in the shelter after this i i bet you oh i bet well i bet you the the dog will get other roles and other things or maybe the yeah. sequel i don't know yeah yeah um so the character the actor named dane deligro who plays the predator is six foot nine which is five Mm. wait a second six foot nine so i think that's 5.5 inches shorter than kevin peter hall who played the original predator was seven uh seven feet tall uh 2.5 inches um so yeah, here's an interesting thought that just came to mind. Could you imagine? Do you remember when we did the Predator and we talked about the fact that Jean Claude Van Damme was <laughs> yeah. originally cast yeah. Yeah. as the Predator in like some weird fucking snappy outfit? Could yeah. you imagine? I mean, think about the number of movies that would not have been made if that was the Predator. Uh, uh, yeah, he would have been. <laughs> I I really I really do want to know. <laughs> he would have done like if they would figure out how to give him like a spin kick or something like that. <laughs> yeah. his predator or splits. Outfit. Or yeah, splits. splits or some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how, how stupid they would have got with it if they would have had yeah. that like that. And yeah, he's like five two. Mm-hmm. So like I I'm I'm wondering if they were gonna do just a lot of camera tricks mm-hmm. like to make him look and, and he's not that buff, you know, yeah. compared to the predators end up being or whatever. But that makes me think of the other way, which is um, you know. I wonder what would have wonder what it look like if they put uh uh what's his name half not half not half thor the guy that mm. played um the mountain in oh yeah yeah game of thrones who's mm-hmm. like in real life like seven two and like 400 pounds and he's a yeah. power lifter uh what happens Beast. if they put him in a predator outfit like, yeah <laughs> like some, some giant monster that just like oh that'd be cool well it, so, it's like it goes i was tall and lean like a basketball player Yes, and muscular. Almost. He was buff. Yeah, he's muscular, but he was like I don't know, maybe the maybe the buffest tight end you'd ever. Yeah, meet. right. So. He looked like Jimmy Graham, but crazy, yeah, but with like crazy muscles. And stuff. I think you know it, what what it does say to me though is how important a good idea is because. I think the original Predator had already started filming with Jean-Claude Van Damme and decided this isn't working and called, I think it was Stan Winston, they called and come down here and help us out. And Stan Winston probably, you know, on a notebook on the plane ride down, sketched out what the Predator is going to be. And here we are. Save that franchise. 35 years, 35 years later, there's been multiple films, comic books, uh Uh, now now Sam Winston. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking guy's a badass. He knows what he's doing. I just hope that there's talent like that out there coming out with new ideas for now. Because as much as I like this movie and I love this movie, like, is what's the new 
predator thing that's coming out like what's the new yeah, I don't know. idea they're already ha- they're already having trouble with i mean sam winston's like a pretty practical guy like he does yeah. practical kind of effects and you know there you know, a lot of a lot of things now there have been a lot of problems with um uh, the visual effects yeah industry feeling mm-hmm. um, like they're underappreciated underpaid uh, uh asked for too much mm-hmm. um you know, do I have a lot of time to do quality work, uh, castigated a lot. Um, and you know, maybe that maybe people will start going back to doing more Sam Winston type. Mm-hmm. I, I love practical effects, man. Me too. I, 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 CGI. If, if you have to do it is yeah. obviously there. Um, but if you can do practical, man, so good. Mo- yeah. A lot of this was practical effects other than when they took his mask off and his whole upper face, yeah. I think was, CGI, but, um, but I think the whole body and the, the whole outfit he had on uh, mm-hmm. and his sort of like scaly look, I think that was practical. Yeah. It looked fucking cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, it this is, this it is, absolutely this is. did. I mean, another recent film that was a lot of practical effects and shows you how good that can be was the um, the Top Gun movie. That was all oh, yeah, yeah. practical effects. So I'm just sending you a picture that I got from Instagram the other day on your phone, if you have your phone handy. And it's the feral predator getting makeup on. So you see the makeup artist working on the feral predator. Did that come through? Dude, I wonder how long that took every fucking day to get that done. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Look how big that dude is. He looks like I sit in that chair. God, how much of a pain in the ass when I what that was to get done. And I also just sent you a comic book cover um, that's a picture of uh, that might have been the origin story of this movie because it's oh, the wow. predator holding up a bear and it's an old comic that's book. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Wow. That's I thought crazy. that was really cool. So I got that the other day on Instagram. I was like, oh, I'm going to save this for the podcast. Um, yeah. Real. Yeah. Look that up now. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, a lot of cool stories in the old days. It was mine for content now. Yeah. Um, as of August 9th, this is the highest rated Predator movie in the entire franchise. So the uh, Rotten Tomato scores of 93%. So it's the most well-reviewed Predator film by far of any of them, including the original. Wow. I think the original was pretty much laughed out of, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is um i have noticed though a lot of people reviewing it or yeah uh, reacting to it yeah um it's sort of interesting when you go to youtube and you you, if if you watch reactors and people who are um, doing things uh, sometimes there's waves where they're all reacting glorious Mm -hmm. they're all reacting and one of the ones they're all reacting now is predator i don't know what that means but um you know everyone's pretty much loving it when they watch it they understand it for what it is right yeah uh, but but um but yeah it's um I, so i'm not surprised this one's better reviewed than it because you know yeah the original predator if you if you're watching it in a vacuum you're gonna be like this is ridiculous <laughs> like, yeah yeah <laughs> they try to save these they're trying to save these yes. <laughs> yeah, they're firing fifty thousand rounds and grenades <laughs> That's still my favorite scene in the whole movie. Oh my god! We're all dead, oh sir. No shit. <laughs> oh my god! The building's burned down, sir. Oh, you, are you sure? Yeah. Oh my god. That's great. So that's it on the on the uh, yeah. on the trivia. I'm really glad we covered this. And Nathan, for the first time yeah. in a long time, I have no 
pressing idea for what's next. So oh, I have shit. I was supposed to leave it. I'm hoping you didn't have I, one. I have a light idea. I mean, we okay. owe we owe Anthony a podcast. Yeah, Anthony yeah, wants we, to do it. Yeah. So what did he uh what did he come up with anything? Or? Well, when we I mean it's been a while since we talked about it, but we had talked about doing Mr. Mom. Uh, um but I let's, let's ask him though, I think. Let's ask him. Let's 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 uh reference the list that he yeah. uh, you know the, whatever list that we all have access to yeah let's reference that list let's mm-hmm. see if we can come up with a couple i'll, I'll yep. try to suggest a couple too I, I i know i owe you for once upon a time i'm looking at it right now in my email i need to do that uh, you have that one and you owe me also boondock saints you should have both of those i haven't gotten either of those let me double I check i don't know i, no, I don't remember right, seeing you're right you're right you're right you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. i thought i did no you're right you're right you're right you're right, okay. you're right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, those of you listening and waiting, this is because I had a baby. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's my excuse. <laughs> that's a fair and excuse. Babies suck a lot of your fucking yeah. uh, time, but mostly your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that reminds me, I need to re hook up my old computer, which has my but better editing. Anyways, I, okay. yes, I owe you that. I owe you all these. Okay. So, so you owe me, you owe me, soon you'll owe me three files, um, yeah, but I will. Yeah, yeah. I will send a message to Tony and copy you. And then the, after that, um, our friend Nick actually wants to do Overboard, which is Goldie Hawn and uh, yeah, what's his name? That. We didn't do that one? No. Uh, Goldie Hawn and her husband. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he wants Overboard. to do that. Okay. Overboard. All yeah. Right, good. Another movie I can hate on. Yeah, but that's uh, right back in our wheelhouse of the 80s. So I think I'm, I'm for it. That's right. We got to get back to our wheelhouse. I'm ready to hate on it. Yeah. I'm ready to hate on it. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for this. I will see you in hell, Nathan. Yes, I will see you in the hell that is having a kid and not knowing. (laughs) All right, let me hit stop.